Hello, it's you all from Frostside, and you are listening to what was it again? The Brutally Delicious Podcast. Hey, you're listening to the Brutally Delicious Podcast. I am Bruce. I'm Chris. And once again, we're going back to Finland. Seems that we're spending most of today. We're going to speak with Frosttide. Okay, and who are we speaking with from Frosttide? So today we are speaking with Huho. Who? <laughs> you I cut out. You, you cut out. So I didn't. See, I didn't. Oh, I thought you were being funny because no. I said who. It's vocalist and guitarist Huho Patinen. I'm gonna say I probably butchered it, but okay. Wait a second here. So I'm gonna figure out how to say the word. Oh my god! Here we go. Juho Pohjonen. Juho. <laughs> God Almighty! You nobody, I guarantee nobody listens past the first three minutes of this freaking podcast. I was thinking we should save our banter for later because as soon as they hear our voices, they're like, "Fuck, I can't do this anymore." I wanted to listen to the band, not this fucking asshole bunch of pricks. <laughs> nice. At any rate, again, this is another band I wasn't familiar with until this morning or last night when I started doing research. And holy bejesus, three yeah. piece. They call themselves three-piece melodic folk metal, but I'm calling them a blast in the face. This is hard and heavy, well-produced shit. Oh, yeah. I don't know what's going on in Finland, but I want to go. Yeah. Because... Or at least like import some of it over here to Virginia or something. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of good metal here, too, but man, oh, man, there's something, hap- there's something in the water in Finland. I don't know if it's because it's fucking cold and dark all the time that they just say, fuck it, let's play some metal. Right. But... uh Damn, it's 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 good stuff. How do you describe this like melodic metal? Yeah, I think it's it's definitely extreme. I mean, it's pounding. Yeah, at first I was like, oh, this is going to be like a power metal thing, and then it no, wasn't. no, far from it. Yeah, what I like about it is uh, we're we're in Finland most of today with uh, a Finnish record label or some kind of record label from overseas, and we're spending a lot of time with these interviews in Finland. But there's some good stuff coming out of there. Man, like like they said, it's like fifteen hundred kilometers. Yeah, and it's like, how many more? How many more uh, good bands can there be? I mean, like that's like I don't even. I think it's probably just barely bigger than Vir- the state of Virginia. Yeah, but man, if you look at like all, I mean, a lot of the stuff that I listen to comes from there. Yeah, and I mean, even on the boat, a lot of the stuff comes from. There's a lot of shit that comes out of Finland for sure. Oh yeah, absolutely. So these guys are a three-piece melodic folk metal band. That's what they're calling themselves. I don't... Well, whatever. I didn't, I didn't see the folk in it, but... Uh, I have not seen the folk in it either, but holy cow, they're good. Hey, they have a picture of... Uh, they have a picture of them on 70,000 tons. What? On gallery? Yep. Yeah, I'm looking at pictures and... Let's see. Greetings from the independence of the sea. Oh, no, this is... Uh... All right, I'm missing something. <laughs> it's the wrong band? No, no, it's stupid. <laughs> no, no, no. So they're a... Uh... I don't know what their connection is. They got pictures of them in Trollfest and Fin Troll, all these Finnish metal bands. Hmm. I'll I'm reading their bio. I don't see... Oh. The band plays shows as a support act with Corpa Kalani, as well as performing 
Numirock 2012 Metal Festival together with the likes of Sabaton and Fear Factory. Oh, nice. Well, cool. I just love that uh, how heavy it is and how, again, heavy and super well produced. That makes it even better. Oh, yeah. They tour with Insufirium, Tyrosis, Equilibrium. Nice. And they all, they, it looks like they play with Corp Kalani and Fintroll quite a bit. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Both of those bands I love. So Corp Kalani is one of my favorites. I love them. Oh, they're so fun. And uh, real short, a real quick story, Jan, I guess Yanni, however you pronounce his name, but he's, uh, he did my first, he sent, he was the first guy to send the recipe for my or cookbook like 10 years ago. Oh, for really? Those about, yeah, for those about to cook. And he uh, sent this like, Finish recipe where they cook. Uh, he called it reindeer, but you know, I guess any deer works. Cook it deer with uh, like a bunch of root vegetables in like a six pack of Guinness in the oven for like ten hours. Oh God, I bet you that's good. And I'm not a venison guy usually. I mean, I, I live in the heart of deer hunting country here, and I've never really tried. I mean, never really liked it, even though I've tried it a few times. Yeah. And then so every recipe that was put in the book, I tried before I put it in it. I was like, holy shit, this is great. Oh man, I'm gonna have to try that. There is so many freaking deer in this state. It is unbelievable. Oh yeah. Like I <laughs> when that was one thing when I first moved here, I was like, I mean, I've seen a lot of deer in my life, but yeah. not like they like I I've at first I thought, oh, they must be protected species because there's so many. Right. And they're not just like in the country, they're in the middle of the city, all over the place. They're everywhere. Oh yeah. I mean I I live in a, a semi-rural area, but it's still, you know, sort of built up. And I mean, they just, there's a target probably a mile from my house. Just recently, they had a deer that got into the sliding doors, like in the, I guess the vest, <laughs> the vestibule and went crazy. And it had, I guess it was a male deer. It had a rack on its head and it like busted all the windows out trying to get out. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, there's, I, I don't live, I live like in the middle of a city basically. And if any place there's green space, especially in the summer and the evenings, there's deer everywhere. Yep. I took my brother-in-law golfing out here, and uh, we went to this golf course up on the Potomac. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was like, "When? What? at what hole did you stop counting deer? And I was like, oh, probably hole three. He's like, yeah. I, I, I got up to hole four, and I was at 70, and uh, I just said, I can't count anymore. That's crazy. Yeah, there's so many. I actually hit one about 10 years ago coming up from work. I was working uh, the midnight shift or the evening shift. Yeah. It was like two in the morning and I was just ripping down a country road doing like 60. And this fucker just jumped out. It totaled my car. I was fine, but it totaled my car. And then the stupid thing is a live laying on the side of the road and the cop pulls up and he's like, you want to take that with you? What the hell am I going to do with it? I'm calling a tow truck for the damn car because it's wrecked. What am I going to do with this thing? Yeah. Well, did you have a gun to shoot it at least? So it he did. Suffer? He took care of it. Yeah, he was going to take care of it and put it out of its misery, but I guess he didn't want to do the paperwork oh. or call. So whatever. So yeah, I mean, I was like, no, I'm good. I just called somebody to come pick me up and I went home. And Yeah, that's, you know, one, you know? that's one thing that's really weird around where I live. Like you're driving down like a four lane regular street in the middle of the city and there's dead deer. Everywhere, everywhere, yeah, everywhere. 
And you get the turkey vultures with their heads stuck in their bodies, and they pull yeah, them right off. at the bunghole, pulling it's out so, their intestines. So <laughs> Those birds are so disgusting. Those turkey yeah, vultures. Yeah, but think about it. So me and Denise had this conversation recently. Think about it. Without those birds, your neighborhood would smell like a. Oh, it's crazy. Yeah, like a rotting meat the, farm. The, the city doesn't clean it up. They just, no, they just leave them. Right. So they either get run over and mashed into the ground, or the vultures get them. Yeah, like in Canada, if an animal gets hit, it's like taken care of by like the government. It's just like, okay, we'll clean it up, and it's done. But down here, nobody, they just hit the deer, get it on the side of the road, leave it for the vultures. <laughs> yep. So here's, here's one last thing before we talk about real music here, what we're here for. Yeah. I worked for, I worked for the uh, county that I worked in for a long time for the 911 center. They, um, they had this guy who collected deer for like the hungry. Yeah. And so when people called in and said, hey, I hit a deer and it's, you know, it was within like a two hour window or something, you, he would go no matter what time of day or night you'd call him and he'd go pick it up and then do whatever, you know, clean it up or however they dress it and then give it to people, you know, who didn't have food. Oh, that's a really good idea. Yeah. So he and he sometimes I called him like three in the morning and he would just go, all right, I'm on my way and grab his pickup and go pick it up and then do whatever he's going to do, which I thought was kind of cool. That's beautiful. Well, at any rate, it's uh, it's about that time. Let's go ahead and get hoo ho, or however you put it. Wait, hang on. Let's hear it again. Okay, one second. Yuho pohjonen. Yuho pohjonen. Yuho. Let's hear. Let's go ahead and get Huho on the line. If you Yuho. Hello. Hey, is this Huho? Uh, this is Huho. Yuho. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Sorry, my pronunciation is terrible. I. Uh, you... <laughs> no, it's all right. You know, oh, what, you, you know what, you know what, you That's, that's only my name, you know. You you know what I did before we got on the call? I learned how to pronounce your name, and then I told Bruce, and he still doesn't know how to do it. <laughs> <laughs> how are you today, man? I'm good. Just got out of my dining table. And, oh. I'm sorry, you just got of where? Oh, it's dinner time. Oh, dinner time. Yeah, yeah. It's dinner time in Finland. So sorry, we interrupted your dinner. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I only got done, so it's all right. Oh, cool. Well, cool, man. I don't mean to keep you. Thank you for joining us. We've just got uh, some questions, and we'll see where they end up. Mm-hmm. We uh, we were not familiar with uh, Frosttide until just a couple days ago when we started putting together this episode. And I uh, I sat down and listened to it, and, man, I can't believe how heavy and pounding and well-produced it is. So you've got new fans right away. Thank you. I'd like to hear that. Yeah. Cool. How I, would you go ahead? No, go, Bruce. How would you describe? I know you said you're in your Facebook pages or wherever I looked online, you're describing it as melodic folk, but how would you describe it? Because I don't see that much folk. It's pretty heavy stuff. Yeah, it used to be more folk in the early days, and I think that just left there in people's heads and they just describe it as folk still, but I don't really know if there's any folk anymore it's uh, it's more like some sort of bombastic epic dark metal melodic yeah. death metal or whatever okay so it's not just me then because i i was like i read the bio and i was like folk metal and i was what this doesn't what uh, my head was so confused suddenly i thought i don't know anything about metal so i'm glad that, <laughs> i'm glad that you clarified this for me <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but you know, we started as a kind of folkish metal band, but other influences came came on and so on. So just left there. 
And you're a trio, yeah. right? Yeah, basically a trio. We have two live members, but for now we do, do everything just with the three of us in the studio and so on. So officially three members, but you know, live and stuff, we have five members actually. Oh, okay. Okay, yeah, because I was like, man, that is a massive sound for three people. I was just like... Yeah, yeah it's like... You know, yeah, I play like both of the guitars and bass in studio for now, and <clears throat> yeah. Jonas plays the drums and Felipe does keyboard things and we'll go all those orchestral stuff together and sing all the choirs. Basically gotcha. just the three of us. It's like... Yep. So I've been, uh, we talked a little earlier today, we've been doing interviews all day, but we talked earlier with the guys in the silence and we asked them the same question. Why do you think that there is so much good metal coming out of such a small country like Finland, as opposed to anywhere else in the world? Ah, uh, that's a tough one. <laughs> I wish I could ans- answer that, but I think it really does have something to do like what we re- receive like early in our lives, like what we Producing in like school and stuff, and because it's always so dark, so it's kind of easy to catch up metal. But that's just assuming. I don't really know. I don't like it. Whatever it is, I'm happy it's there. (laughs) Yeah, me too. (laughs) (laughs) So what? What? What's a show? uh, What's one of your shows like? Excuse me. What's it like to go to one of your shows? Hopefully fun. Hopefully fun. <laughs> <laughs> you guys have toured a lot with uh you guys have toured a lot with Corpaclani and stuff. Is there uh how does that work out? I mean, they're kind of really folky. Is there any kind of difference in the crowd or is it all go over the same? <laughs> yeah, well I mean like we've toured with Corpaclani and Ferum Torres Winter Sun, stuff like that. And, Usually because not too many people know us yet in there right. because those bands are like big and yeah. And but those are kind of good opportunities. They are the people are usually first they are like, What the fuck is this shit? But <laughs> right. after after a few songs they kinda of start to dig it and wet their hands and all that stuff. Middle fist in the air. So Nice. Are, when you this is this is kind of a different question. Are metal concerts in Finland like packed yeah. all the time? Like, is it just full of metal bands, or is it also full of metal fans? Uh, you mean are the metal shows packed? Yeah, like, like is there just is uh, there more metal bands and not as many fans, or or is there a lot of bands because there's a lot of fans? Well, you know. <laughs> There's so many bands and so many shows going on that obviously, obviously, like, not all the bands in the evening get their audience. But right. Well, well, you know, big bands or even a bit smaller bands get their crowds there too. So people still like to go to concerts and stuff. And there's also always somebody that you know from another band or something <laughs> like that. So... Even if you play in a band, you still go to see the shows. Most likely, I said, like you know, Rock Police or something. Right. Like, <clears throat> okay. So when you guys are writing, I know you said it's mostly the three. Are you guys all writing uh, together in the you know the traditional sense? Or are you guys 
bouncing things back and forth on the internet? Well, basically, I write the demos, and then we start bouncing back the stuff. Felipe wrote one song on the EP now, and yeah, it's pretty much how it goes. So usually, I have the main concept for the song, or whoever writes it, and then we start kind of putting it together and spice it up. I'm are you writing with the, the live setting in mind? Are you writing like how the song is going to appear on stage or are you writing a song just for the record's sake? Uh, kind of both. I just write what sounds good and then and we have the trouble to make it to the album and then we have the trouble to performing it live because we didn't want to suck live or, I, <clears throat> you know, how would I say it? It doesn't have to be exactly how it's on the record, but... It has to work on both of them. And I don't really keep in mind that when I write stuff, it's just we worry about that later. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. awesome. What's your feeling of, of so many metal bands these days using tracks live? Uh, I don't know. It depends. Kind of. For some it works. For some don't. We like to keep those as minimal as possible. Obviously, we cannot out those huge choirs and stuff yeah live without uh, actual choir so right that's pretty much there but we got down got down like some orchestral things that don't necessarily need to be there or Felipe can do them by himself uh, Felipe basically plays everything so I'm wondering how can he do it with only two hands but yeah. I'm right just <laughs> right my wife says that about me sometimes. How do you do all this with only two hands? <laughs> uh, are you guys playing? Yeah, exactly. Hey, are you guys planning on taking this out on the road? Excuse me? Are you planning on heading out on the road anytime soon? Uh, not right now. I think we're more focused on the new album writing process and stuff, and that's going to take a while. So. When yeah. can fans when can fans expect the uh, new record or new material? Uh, well, you know we don't have we didn't do any like real plans yet to stick up to, but we're working on that. So hopefully, maybe somewhere next year, late this year. Cool. We don't know yet, so I cannot promise anything. Oh no, no. Where where can where can where can fans go and and find your music? Do you have a website? Yeah, we do have a website, basically, ourname.com. Okay. And, of course, obviously, Facebook, Spotify, YouTube, anything that, yeah, we are all over social media. So. Okay. So it's... <clears throat> and the internet. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. Thank you for taking the time, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Have a good night, man. Hey, good luck with the record. Yeah. Have a good night. Yeah, you too. Bye. Have a good Bye. day. Thanks. Right on. All right. Yeah. All right, what is up? It is Pathos back again with another pick of the day right here on the Brutally Delicious Podcast. Come to you from a secret bunker in an undisclosed location in fear for his life for the coronavirus. But here to comfort us, I have some amazing power slash death metal. Everything Dragon Force should have ever been. I give you Napalm Records Crimson Shadows with their EP The Resurrection and this track you hear underneath me is Betrayed by Thy King 
you don't hear a lot of power metal with death metal infused into it. So that instantly piqued my interest. Hailing from Toronto, Canada, combining the fiercest elements of power and death metal with crushing guttural vocals, three-part vocal harmonies, seraphic guitar work, formidable bass, and miles of breakneck drumming. I didn't have to look very far for this week's pick of the day. After hearing these guys, I instantly knew I wanted to tell everybody about them. The production on this album is a sonic experience that you do not want to miss. They nail every single part on this EP with the highest form of musicianship, leaving lowly musicians as myself to just bask in the absolute glory that they bring on these tracks. It truly is a journey that power metal generally takes you on, but they add the death metal vocals, which takes it to a place that it should have always been. Why aren't more fans doing this? You can go to their Facebook page right now and check out the video for this. We had over 15,000 views in one day. That is amazing. Great job, guys. So as always, go to all their social media pages and give them a like and a follow and a share. Find their stuff on YouTube. Support Napalm Records. And until next time, from an undisclosed location in fear for his life from the coronavirus, this is Pathos with his pick of the day on the Brutally Delicious Podcast. One Hit Thunder is a podcast where we both celebrate and have a good laugh about bands and artists that had just one hit that we all know. Each week, we're joined by a guest from the world of music or comedy to learn more than you ever thought you would about some songs that you can't forget. And we decide if they brought the one-hit thunder or nothing more than a one-hit blunder. Look, if you listen to the show, you're probably going to laugh, and I guarantee you're going to crush next time the bar has music trivia. Tag Team, Jane Child, Meredith Brooks, Looking Glass, Sean Mullins, Eiffel 65, EMF, Crash Test Dummies, Crazy Town, Chumbawamba. We have hundreds of episodes in our back catalog and a new episode each week. So pass the duchy, make sure you're connected, and subscribe to One Hit Thunder wherever you get your pods.